Welcome to Church in the Basement, where we seek to see God more clearly and to live a life loving God and loving others. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, it's good to be back with you. I know we took a break last week, and a number of you asked me about that, um, why we didn't have an episode last week. And the truth is, my wife got sick. The cha- in the change of season, my household got really sick, um, and there were a number of people who uh, live with us, as well as my wife, who got sick. And um, for those of you who know my wife, she is always getting stuff done. Um, she thrives on taking care of the list, and so in order to keep her in bed, getting better, um, I took on the girls. Uh, so that she could get well and get back to the swing of things. Um, Because we have two little ones, and if they aren't taken care of, she wouldn't be in bed. Uh, So I was taking care of the girls, and normally with these podcast episodes, I have a good amount of time in a week to study and what I call steeping um, in the Word and in different commentaries and listening to uh, other teachers teach on the text that we're in. And I just didn't have time to steep Um, because having a three-year-old and a five-year-old, you just can't give that kind of uh, energy and focus to things when they are around. Uh, Love them to death, but just can't focus as intently. So that's the reason why. Um, Luckily, I have a a job where it's pretty flexible and I can do that. So I, I want to start off by thanking you for your patience and your grace, but we are back at it today. Um, we're back in the gospel of John and I do want to dip back into the text that we were talking about last week, because I, I personally get a lot of, a lot of these questions. And really when, when my wife and I, we were in Argentina doing ministry there, um, just sharing the gospel, um, with backpackers and travel travelers there, we encountered sort of this question a lot, and it has to do with something. The, the question I'm going to address, it, it has to do with, um, um, something that Jesus says here in, in John chapter 12. Um, if you remember last time we were talking about how this booming voice came from heaven, uh, from an upwards direction, and that voice came for the sake of the people, that it was testifying of who Jesus was, that he was the son, and and basic, basically this voice said, I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. Speaking of the person of Jesus, as well as the accomplishments that will happen through Jesus. Um and this is in John chapter 12, um, we're hovering around, uh, verses 28. Uh, and I think we went on down through 32 and Jesus goes on, uh, as, as people are asking the question in verse 29, uh, an angel has spoken to him and Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment for this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, uh, will draw all people to myself. 
that when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself, all people. Um, and we talked about the story in numbers, uh, uh, about Israel being bit by the, by the fiery serpents and getting sick and, and God's instruction to Moses to create this, um, erect sort of this statue of a serpent on a pole that it would be lifted up. And as people looked at it, they would be healed. And we talked about the, the comparisons between that and the story of the gospel and what happened on the cross. And I think, uh, I was, I was, uh, approached by a friend in this last week that asked this really good question um, that I think a lot of people have on their minds. Because again, when we were in Argentina sharing the gospel with backpackers and travelers down there, uh, we got this question a lot. Uh, What about the people who are on some remote island or in some remote jungle or on some remote mountaintop who never have a chance to hear the gospel? to hear the story of Jesus. And the thing about God drawing all people to himself is the gospel is how he draws all people to himself. This is the moment. Uh, if you think about um, like movies, right? Great storytelling. A lot of people say like Disney has has storytelling on lockdown because they know uh, the storytelling elements that tug at our hearts and they sort of have this like blueprint of how to interlace these plot things that just tug at our heartstrings and they make us want to sing along with the characters or or they 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 draw us into the story right there's this drawing into the story and the reason why I bring that up is because a lot of times there's a selfless act involved in their storytelling. There's this moment where you, the character lays down or a character lays down them themselves, their own life for the sake of others. And then there's this magical like Disney moment, or uh, it's not just Disney. It's a lot of storytellers and filmmakers. They, they lay out this, this selfless act that sort of draws us in. It tugs on our heartstrings. And why is that? As humanity, why are we drawn to this selflessness? And it's because we were made in the image of God. Um, because love, it, it has been knit into who we are. From, the, from Psalms 139, where it says that God knit us together in our mother's womb, that it has been knit into us. Um, that as it says in James, when we look in the mirror and we see who we are, as humans, that we are made in God's image. It is, it's just who we are, that we are made in the image of God. We are love. But again, it gives that picture in James. Uh, it's, it's in James one, uh, verses like 19 on through, it gives this amazing picture of when we look in the mirror, it's like when we look in the mirror, realize what's there, who we are, and we walk away from the mirror and we forget who we are. So this, this, this matter of love and, and this image of love that we bear, it, it's relatable. It's something that we're drawn into, right? And when it comes to selfless, the selfless act of love, there is one ultimate selfless act that has happened in the history of humanity. 
And it's on the cross that when we were the least deserving of God's grace, his mercy, and his love, that when we, in a sense, spit in God's face and said, no, I want to do it on our own, that when we listen to the the lie from the from Genesis 3 that hey even though God said you know I'll take care of you you don't have to worry about yourself you just focus on loving others and multiplying my image that we listen to this lie from from the serpent and we've been listening to this lie our entire life that we do need to worry about ourselves and in so we've we've had this heart posture that that bleeds into our actions and bleeds into the way that we live our life. We live our life for us instead of for God, instead of in a way that loves others for the sake of, for love's sake, for God's sake, because he created us that way. And to multiply his image and to worship him. So because of that rebellion, we deserve death. But God sent his son, a part of himself within the Trinity. There's Father God, uh, Jesus, the son, and then the Holy Spirit, God, the father, um, God, the father who, who wills it all, Jesus, who carries out the will of God. And then the Holy Spirit is the delight between the two. That God sent his only son to die on the cross for us that in this selfless act that all the world would be drawn to that story that all the world would be drawn to that selfless act that when we read scriptures that none should perish or when when we see in like John chapter 6 where it says no one comes to me except for those who the father draws right the way god draws people to himself is through the cross that is the way we get to him because we need to be washed clean we need to be purified before we come before a holy god and have a relationship with him and once we are washed clean we are filled with his spirit we talk about this often And so we're able to enter into this relationship with him. That is the gospel. That is the way in which we are drawn to God. It pulls on our heartstrings. It tugs us as human beings to him. What about those who are on an island or on a mountaintop or in the jungle? So my brother um, was studying in China and he actually found this ancient Chinese story where it talks about the earth as an egg and the earth was like an egg and, and something happened that sort of shattered its shell and, and sent the earth into this broken state. Is this ringing a bell thus far for those of us who, who know the story, like the story of the Bible that there's, there's this broken state of humanity, right? And so in this ancient Chinese story, it's, it's the earth as an egg shell type sphere 
is broken and shattered, but there is one man who is sent to earth to piece it back together. This is an ancient Chinese story that like almost a legend that people know of that's embedded in their culture, but not taught on a regular basis. There are also stories of missionaries who go to tribes in remote parts of the world that have been untouched And as they're sharing the gospel with these people, there there comes a point where the people say to them, yeah, we know this story. We know this God. He revealed himself to us a number of years ago, and we have been worshiping him ever since and living for him. You know, there are so many ways that God reveals himself to us as human beings. Uh, one of my deep dives on like YouTube, some nights when I'm like up at 1 a.m., somehow, you know, like Ray Comfort videos show up. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Ray Comfort is, he's an evangelist and he'll go on to like college campuses and just talk to people about Jesus. And, and the method in which he, he shares the gospel is uh, like he'll point to a building and be like, So when you look at that building, do you think that somebody built it? Well, yeah, it's a building. Somebody had to build it. Well, so why when you look into creation, like this created, this created world, why do you think there was no creator that it just happened? Um, And we see scriptures like Psalms 19 or, you know, there are a number of different um, parts of the Bible that say, even creation points to a creator. And yes, that points to the creator, but the way that we are drawn towards God is through the cross. That all of history building up to the cross was, was leading up to the cross. And all, all of history pouring forth from the cross is coming from it. That the world is changed and transformed because of it. And those who follow in the way of Jesus are ushering in his kingdom. The way we are drawn to God is through the cross. There's a reason why the Bible has stood the test of time, that there have been individuals who have tried to wipe the Bible off the face of the earth, but it has stayed and it has lasted. And it is the story of the grace of God. And it all builds to the cross and it all pours forth from the cross. The way in which all people are drawn to him, Jew, Gentile, no matter who it is, are drawn to God, to Christ Jesus, is through the story of the cross, the story of how God loved and redeemed the people of the earth. And where do we come in? Where do we come into that story? Well, for those of you who have looked upon the cross, just like Israel looked upon the 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 serpent on the pole and were healed. For those of us who have looked at Jesus and recognized and repented, that just simply means we have recognized our sin and our rebellion and our hearts and our minds. And maybe even we continue to recognize that sin and rebellion. And we give our lives over to God and we say, God, we need your help. I'm accepting the way 
the way that Jesus is is going to talk about in John 14. We're, we're coming up to it and I'm really excited for it. But when J- Jesus describes himself as the way, I am willing to walk in your way, Jesus, to follow you and to be a part of this rescue plan and rescuing humanity. You are committing to be a part of that drawing that God may be sending you to go to your neighbor, to your coworker, to your friend, to your family member, whoever it may be, to a stranger, to be his ambassador. I heard A.W. Tozer say um, in a book that I'm going through, um, he said, if, if you have to tell someone else that you're a Christian and they don't just notice that you're different, that there's something different about you through the way that you live, then there might be something off. But guys, that comes, that change, that difference comes from falling in love with him, from opening up scripture and discovering who he is. And then, and then as we discover who he is and our lives are changed and transformed, we are compelled to tell those we know and love and even strangers about this great and awesome God who has made a way, who has drawn us to him and has made a way for us to walk in and to love and to be love and to bring the worship of this loving, intimate, gracious, powerful God here on earth. Would you ask God this week, God, how do you want me to be a part of drawing people? Who are the people that you would have me go to? Who are, even if you're not at a place of boldness and being able to like go and, and, and just share the gospel with somebody, you can pray for that. You can ask that of God. God, would you build boldness in me? Would you give me a love for you that compels me to share that love with others? Jesus died on the cross so that we could have a relationship with him. So that we could talk with him, that we could ask him for the the intangible. To ask him to change our hearts and our minds, to help us to walk in the way of Jesus, that we could see the kingdom of God come on this earth and see lives transformed and see others fall in love with Jesus the way you have. Would you ask him how he is asking you, how he has created you to participate in the mission of God? Because he's created you with a plan and a purpose to participate in drawing all people to him through the message of the cross. Hey guys, let this be a blessing to you. Let this be a challenge to you and let this be an encouragement to you this week. Love you guys. I'm excited to talk to you again next week. I'm looking forward to it.